Welcome to Heart of Worship Church Podcast. For more podcasts, sermon videos, daily devotions, great new worship music, and more, be sure to download our app by searching Heart of Worship Church in the App Store or Google Play, or visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com. Hi, this is Miranda Wright, and this is day 32 of our 120-day Upper Room Prayer Campaign. And today, we're going to rebuke the spirit of fear. There are two kinds of fear listed in scripture. There's a good fear and a bad fear. The bad fear can encompass a lot, and we'll get into that, but there is only one good fear, and that is the fear of the Lord. The Bible says that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. But I'm telling you, my friend, what begins in fear must end in love. Because in actuality, the fear of the Lord is a revelation of damnation and an understanding that God is almighty, that he is the creator of all things, that his word is final and that we must humble and submit to it. And when we come to the revelation of the destination that we might know that we were wretched and undone and in need of a savior and damned to eternal torment and hell and the fear of the Lord comes upon us, the fear of wrath and judgment, that causes us then to move in wisdom and repent. And then once we have repented and and began to learn about him, we realize that really he loves us. That he endured such torture and torment to give us a way of escape from the path that we ourselves had chosen. And in doing so, the perfect love of Christ, knowing that he has brought us into the family and, and not left us in bondage to that fear, but that he has made us sons and daughters, the revelation of that love begins to cast out that fear because we know that he is a good father and that when we are walking in right standing with him, there is nothing to fear because we do not face that judgment. Therefore, is the fear of the Lord the beginning of wisdom. But it's also to know that because he is great and mighty, Because he is powerful and wise, because he is faithful and good and just, because he is God, then we need to lay down our own wisdom and walk in his. Therefore, is fear the beginning of wisdom. The Bible says for every person individually to work out their own salvation with fear and trembling. This is the fear of the Lord. It is the revelation that we need salvation. It is the reality of eternal damnation. It is the humbling before the Lord God Almighty who is willing and able to save, but only his way. It is the wisdom that abandons our own and grabs hold of his. Therefore, is the fear of the Lord the beginning of wisdom. It causes us to walk in the instruction of the Lord. And this fear is the only good fear. Every other fear of every other thing is not of God. Because if this God be for you, who can be against you? Because when you walk in the fear of the Lord, it causes you to position yourself in right standing with God. And once in right standing with God, you realize that there is nothing else to fear. 2 Timothy 1 verse 6 says, Wherefore I put thee in remembrance that thou stir up the gift of God which is in thee by the putting on of my hands. For God hath not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. 
In this we see that there is a such thing as a spirit of fear. However, this spirit is not from the Lord. Because God says, I have not given you this spirit. Because in talking to Timothy, who was beginning to come a bit worried and fearful because of the accusations that were coming against him by those of his own church, the response was, God did not give you this spirit, this fear that is coming upon you. But the spirit that God gave you is one of power. That is the Holy Spirit, that spirit of grace, favor, power and divine influence. It is a spirit of love because God is a spirit and God is love. Therefore, God is the spirit of love, the Holy Spirit. The fruits of that Holy Spirit are manifest in this, all the characteristics of love and a spirit of a sound mind because Jesus is the rock upon which we stand. And when we have faith in the things that he has spoken, we will stand firm, empowered by that Holy Spirit to do what he has called us to do. Don't listen to that other spirit, that spirit of fear. Oh, my friend, we are going to stir up faith today and put the devil in his place. And we are going to deal with that spirit of fear. Romans 8, 11 says, but if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwelleth in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwelleth in you. Therefore, brethren, we are debtors not to the flesh to live after the lust, for if we live after the flesh, we will die. But if we through the spirit Spirit, do mortify the deeds of the body, we shall live. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. For ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but ye have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba Father, or Daddy God. The spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. If so be that we suffer with him, that we may be also glorified with him. For I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory that shall be revealed in us. My friend, when you come to realize that God has not called us into bondage, he has not called us to lord over us or to hate us or to be a cruel master or dictator like the other master that we were delivered from, but he has called us into adoption. And when we have faith in that adoption, that we have become sons and daughters of the living God, what can we fear? Child, if you are the son or the daughter of the most high God, the creator of heaven and earth, all authority power and dominion has been given unto you and everything that Christ inherited including his rank and authority has been inherited by you as a joint heir with Christ then what do you have to fear and it doesn't matter what sufferings we go through in this present time we have to be we have to believe that it is not worthy to be compared to the glory that will be revealed in us because though we do have to go through trials and persecutions and hardships just like Christ we shall be glorified just like him if we're willing to go through our passover we shall see our pentecost if we're willing to deal with the gethsemanes we will see our outpouring You have to rebuke that fear and stand in faith and believe that you are a child of God. And yes, 
he chastises those children that he loves. And yes, he corrects our path. And yes, he causes us to produce the fruits of righteousness. And yes, he commands us to walk in holiness. But it is all for our good because only those who are led by his spirit can be called the sons and daughters of God and walk in all the power and authority and favor of sonship. And that is his will and desire for you. So shake off the fear. Rebuke the devil. Praise God for his loving correction, direction, and instruction in all things. And thank him that he is your father, your daddy, God. When we first walk in the fear of God, that we might move into the wisdom of God, so that we can be led by the spirit of God, then we can cast out every other fear and say that we have not been given unto bondage or fear, but we are the children of God. I've heard it said that the words fear not are listed 365 times in the Bible. That is one time for every day of the year. Every day that you wake up, you need to say, fear not. Because the fear of the Lord is the only fear that is a godly fear. And every other fear is actually a cage for faith. In Isaiah 43, 1, it says, But now thus saith the Lord that created thee, O Jacob, and he that formed thee, O Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed thee. I have called thee by name. Thou art mine. When thou pass through the waters, I will be with thee. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow thee. When thou walkest through the fire, thou shalt not be burned. Neither shall the flame kindle upon thee. For I am the Lord thy God, the Holy One of Israel, thy Savior. I gave Egypt for thy ransom, Ethiopia and Seba for thee. Since thou was precious in my sight, thou hast been honorable, and I have loved thee. Therefore will I give men for thee and peace people for thy life. Fear not, for I am with thee. I will bring thy seed from the east and gather thee from the west. I will say to the north, give up and the south, keep not back. Bring sons from afar and my daughters from the ends of the earth. Even everyone that is called by my name, for I have created him for my glory. I have formed him, yea, I have made him. Bring forth the blind people that have eyes and the deaf people to hear. Let all the nations be gathered together and let the people be assembled. Who among them can declare this and show us former things? Let them bring forth their witnesses that they may be justified or let them hear and and say, it is truth. Ye are my witnesses, saith the Lord, and my servants whom I have chosen, that ye may know and believe me and understand that I am he. Before me there is no God formed, neither shall there ever be after me. What do we have to fear? When God is with you, you can stand in the midst of the fire without being burned. You can walk through the sea without being drowned. He will draw all men into the nets. He will do what no man can do when we will stand in faith and obedience to the words that he has spoken, trusting in his wisdom. Because that we have first feared him and moved into his wisdom, we can then say we fear nothing else.
Psalms 27 verse 1 says, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Though a host should encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war should rise against me, in this will I be confident. One thing have I desired of the Lord, that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord, and to inquire in his temple. For in the time of trouble he shall hide me in his pavilion, in the secret of his tabernacle shall he hide me, and he shall set me up upon a rock. And who is a rock save our Lord? We can stand in full confidence and all assurance in battle against all the powers and principalities of hell and say, I shall not fear because that I have first feared the Lord. I have moved into his wisdom that I might be led of his spirit. Spirit that makes me a child of God, that seats me in heavenly places and makes me a joint heir with Christ, that puts me under right standing with God, that makes me have authority and power and provision and protection, that I can wage war on all the armies of hell without fear because I know that my God is with me. I know that there be more for me than there is against me. And 2 Kings chapter 6 verse 15 it says, And when the servant of Elisha rose up early and was gone forth behold a host come past about the city both with horses and chariots and Elisha's servant said unto him alas my master how shall we do and he answered fear not for they that be with us are more than they that be with them and Elisha prayed and said Lord I pray thee open his eyes that he may see. And the Lord opened the eyes of the young man, and he saw, and behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire round about. If God be for you, who can be against you? But it takes the fear of the Lord to move in the wisdom of the Lord, to be led by the Spirit of the Lord, that you might become a child of God, that you might know that he truly is for you, and have no fear of anything else that rises up against you. Today, we stir faith and rebuke the spirit of fear. Isaiah 41, 9 says, Thou whom I have taken from the ends of the earth and called thee from the chief men thereof and said unto thee, Thou art my servant. I have chosen thee and not cast thee away. Fear not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee, yea, I will help thee, yea, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. Joshua 1 9 says, Have not I commanded thee? Be strong and of good courage. Be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed, for the Lord thy God is with thee wherever thou goest. Psalms 118.5 says, I called upon the Lord in distress, and the Lord answered me and set me in a large place. The Lord is on my side. I will not fear. What can man do to me? My friend, when you know that you are in right standing, that you are a child of God, led of his spirit, that God is for you, there is nothing that you can fear, not man, not power, not principality, not all the works of hell. You cannot fail if God before you, who can be against you? 
Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. He has not given me a spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of a sound mind. My friend, you need to start to worship. You need to start to praise because praise is a weapon. Worship is warfare. When the enemy rises up against you like a flood, you need to let the Lord raise up a standard against him. And the standard is worship. The response is faith. The response is praise and adoration and dancing before the Lord like David did because we know in whom we serve. We know that he is going to do a mighty work to bring forth his decree in the earth because he cannot fail. And I rebuke the spirit of fear and every power of hell that tries to bring a lie against it. You're canceled now. Fear is a cage for faith and we are breaking out. My friend, you need to not accept defeat and start to speak. You need to cast that thing into the midst of the sea. Don't fight that battle in your mind. Speak it out of your mouth and cast it out. Tell him, devil, not today. You gotta go. Fear, you will not control me. Because I am a repentant, blood-bought, spirit-filled child of the king. I have submitted myself unto the fear of the Lord. That I might walk in the wisdom of the leading of his spirit be called his child. And have all authority against you. A person can only have one fear. They can't have both. They can either fear the Lord. And have authority against every other fear. Or they can walk in the spirit of fear. Which causes them to be submitted to the will of men. Of the devil. Of powers and principalities. And of every other influence. But the Lord. You're going to have one or the other. Choose who you're going to serve. Surrender yourself fully to the Lord and his wisdom in the fear of the Lord or you will be surrendered to the spirit of fear which will cause you to walk in opposition to the wisdom of God. Choose ye this day whom you will serve. But as for me and my house, we shall serve the Lord. My friends, sometimes you have to just remind yourself of all that the Lord has done to give you faith for all that he is still doing. I highly recommend that everybody start a blessing journal. I know there are times we write prayers, we write words from the Lord, but how often do we write down our blessings? And it's so important, I think, that a lot of times when we begin to get discouraged, when we open up that blessing journal and start to read all of the things that the Lord has already done for us, how much it builds our faith for the things that he is still yet doing. I can remember the very first time that I ever went on a 40-day no-food fast. And after about two weeks in, my faith was so strong, so built up. Because that I had not been eating, but I had such strength and vitality and energy. And I was so excited. And I remember thinking, I'm not even worried about tribulation. What can be done to me? We don't even need to eat. God's going to take care of us. It was just such a building of faith that it cast out every fear of what I would do if my plans didn't work out, of what I would do if I wasn't prepared for this or that, of what I would do if my provisions failed. I had cast out every other fear because that I had learned that my father could sustain me. But you know, before I even started that fast, it took the fear of the Lord to come upon me for a situation that required me to fast. First, I had to submit to the fear of the Lord to walk in the wisdom of the Lord. And once I did that in faith, he then released the grace, the favor and power of heaven, empowering me as a child of God, led by his spirit and the power of it to move in the greater things, which then stirred my faith all the more. It made my faith unshakable. It made my warfare unbreakable because that now I have no fear of man. 
I have no fear of provision. I have no compromise with the gods and idols of the land. I have no dependency on the tools of Egypt because I know my God is able. What began in fear ended in love because I saw that he loved me enough to sustain me even if it took a miracle to do it. What else do I have to fear? I can speak the truth in love. I do not fear man. I can give up everything that I need to give up because I know he will provide. I can set out in the midst of a land that I do not know because I know that he goes before me. What do I have to fear? In fact, Matthew 10, 28 was Jesus' own words saying, Fear not them which kill the body, but are unable to kill the soul, but rather fear him which is able to, de to destroy both the soul and body in hell. There is no fear that is a godly fear, but the fear of the Lord. And once you walk in the fear of the Lord, it will remove your fear of every other fear, especially the fear of man. Which Proverbs 29, 25 says, brings a snare or a trap of the enemy. But whoso putteth his trust in the Lord shall be safe. Anytime you ever take an action because you're worried about what other people will think it is a trap from the enemy. But when you trust in the Lord, he assures that you shall be safe. My friend, we have to fear the Lord, but we ought fear no man, no circumstance, no happenstance, no power, no principality, and no demon from hell. They cannot touch one who has put their trust in the Lord because God will cause us to walk in perfect provision. And when you walk in right standing with God, you position yourself in his pavilion where there is safety, where there is purpose, where there is power. Because the weapons of our warfare, they're not carnal, but they are mighty to the pulling down of strongholds. We got to stop trusting in the things of the flesh, in people, in programs, in positions, in organizations, in mammon. We have to trust in the Lord. Remember that fearing the people more than fearing God is what cost Saul his kingdom. Because that he didn't want to offend the people. Because that they wanted to hold on to the idols. Because that they wanted to hold on to the spoils of war. Because that they wanted to hold on to the things of the enemy's camp that God had told them to separate themselves from. Not to be partakers of. But Saul feared the people more than he feared God. It says he hearkened unto the voice of the people rather than unto the voice of God. So therefore did the spirit and the anointing of the living God depart from him and it cost him his kingdom. My friend, the fear of man bringeth a snare. It is always a trap of the enemy. So I'm telling you, if there is ever a situation, and there will be, where you have to question whether or not you're going to do something that God has told you because you're afraid that it will offend somebody. You're already standing on the edge of a trap. Because my friend, if you choose to not respond to the unction of the Holy Spirit to keep from offending a person, then you will offend God. You will grieve the Holy Spirit and it will depart. Do not fall into that trap. In Acts chapter 5 verse 27, it says... And when they had brought them, speaking about the disciples, they set them before the council and the high priest asked them saying, did not we straightly command you that ye should not teach in this name? And behold, ye have filled Jerusalem with your doctrine and intend to bring this man's blood upon us. Then Peter and the other apostles answered and said, ought we to obey God rather than men? 
We stand in authority against you, you spirit of fear. You are a liar. You are a liar from the beginning and you will be till the end. And we do not agree with you. We take authority against you. We bind you up by the blood of the lamb and we cast you out. We will not submit to fear. We will not be bound to fear. We are the children of the king. We are not given to a spirit of fear, but we have the spirit of the living God almighty. The same spirit that raised Christ Jesus from the dead. A spirit of power of love and of a sound mind and we will stand upon the will and the word of the Lord and we will not bow down to the gods of men and to the idols of the land but we will worship our God the God Almighty the God of the word the God of the scripture we will not be complacent we will not compromise we will not put down our sword we will not believe your lies but we will speak the truth and in the name of Jesus we cast you out you spirit of fear we stand in submission to the will of the Lord in the fear of the Lord that we might walk in wisdom if our God be for us nothing can be against us there is no reason to fear for to live is Christ and to die is gain everything is in his hands I am in right standing I am a child of the king I am in the protection and provision of his pavilion there is nothing that you can do to me I'm gonna dance before the king and praise while the enemies of hell are being cast down because there are more with us than there are with them and because I know that I am a child of God in alignment with his will and destiny for me I will not fear the enemy but I will call fire down from heaven to do the will and work of the Lord and destroy all the works of hell and all the armies of hell and I will command every power and principality to be cast down and cast out to be bound and cast into the depths of the sea into the abyss you will not come back before me in the name of Jesus Christ our King we give him praise we give him glory we give him honor we worship him for he is the creator of all things he is the God of all creation nothing is too hard for him he is an everlasting God and his mercies endure forever he is a good father he is my daddy God I have faith in the love of my father therefore what can i fear perfect love cast out all fear and he who fears is not yet made perfect in love therefore do i fear no man because that i walk in perfect love love for my father and love for the souls of men that i will not compromise some of you need to dance like David danced. Some of you need to lift up a shout of praise. Some of you need to get up and worship the king and make that enemy flee because there's one thing he can't stand and that's when we worship our God. It says it brings confusion into the enemy's camp. It brings quick breakthrough. It brings victory because it causes him to flee. He cannot stand it. God, we worship you. God, we magnify you. God, we lift your name on high we will not bow to the enemy we will not bow to the world we will not bow to anyone but King Jesus and we worship you in the beauty of your holiness we give you praise that fear has fled in Jesus name we thank you God that you command angel armies and that because we have submitted ourselves to you in fear and admonition, 
that we have humbled ourselves to seek your face. You have given us word and wisdom. And we have walked by the leading thereby. Therefore, we know that we are in the safety of your pavilion. And because of that, we are assured victory and healing. We thank you, God, for all that you're revealing. And we give you praise now for a greater infilling because that fear has fled. And faith now rules our heart again.
Thank you for listening to Heart of Worship Church podcast. For more podcasts, sermon videos, daily devotions, great new worship music, and more, be sure to download our app by searching Heart of Worship Church in the App Store or Google Play, or visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com.